Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, welcome to the show this Wednesday night, Zach. We have been presented with a unique opportunity this evening, Dom. Yeah, we have. Uh, It's not often that this radio show Mm. gets to go international. You know, it's very rare. It's actually um, never happened. No, it, it was. It, it's quite lucky the radio show goes national. In fact, mm. it's quite lucky the radio show broadcasts. Yes. So it's uh, quite a step from, to go. you know, the government's point of view. Oh, yes. You know, they don't want us to go international. No. They've requested that we don't. Yeah. But we're shirking that, and we are pushing on. We have this opportunity mm. to make someone's life easier overseas, to make someone's life better, and that's what we want to do tonight, Dom. Well, the question is, before we do go international on this radio show, yep. do we need to get our passports in order? Do we need to, I don't know, go through customs? No, we don't need our passports, but we will need some customs information. Okay. We, um... There's a few... There's There will be a few... Things we'll need to fill out. A few forms. Okay, great. Uh, we might need to pay off some people at the airport. <laughs> I'm not saying it's all strictly legal. All I'm saying is that by the end of the night, okay. someone in America Jeez. might have the time of their life. <laughs> wow. Well, if that's not the most ambiguous setup, I don't know what it is, but... I, I can't give too much away in no. case the government's listening, well, you, Dom. You, you don't They've want, told us not to do it. You don't want the Department of Foreign Affairs yes. coming in here. I know, don't you know how these things work? Yeah. You, you've got to, you, you have to use secret codes. Mm. You can't give out too much information yep. in case they catch on. Have we said too much already? It's possible. Yeah, very possible. So we'll just stop talking now and go to a song. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, imagine that you go into hospital. Mm. You're nervous about your surgery. You're getting ready and they come in and tell you who your doctor's going to be. And they say, don't worry, you're in the best hands. The best doctor's on the case. Their name is Dr. Slaughter. It's not what you want to hear. It's not comforting. It's not reassuring. It it would, I think it would make you more panicked than relaxed. Our producer, Michael, Mm. this is what's happened to his brother. Yeah. Now his brother's okay. He's at home now. Yes. But he was in hospital the other day. Mm. And he had Dr. Slaughter as his doctor. Now, I want to be really clear. We are not tarnishing the great name of Dr. Slaughter. Well, I've Googled it. Yeah. There's actually a lot of Dr. Slaughters <laughs> in the country. It I, seems like a pretty common name for doctors. I am sure that Dr. Slaughter does a great job yep. and, and is a very well-credentialed, yep. very competent uh, doctor. Mm. However, I would just think if my last name was Slaughter... Mm. I probably wouldn't have picked the medical profession. It's strange, Do you know isn't what I mean? it? Seeing as there's so many of them. <laughs> yes. Is there a higher percentage? <laughs> Do you think those people, everyone, they told them that they couldn't be doctors, maybe? Yeah. And that increased know. their motivation to do it. I don't know, but you, hot people are nervous at the best of times yeah. in hospitals. You don't, you don't want your doctor's surname to be a synonym no. of death. You're, you don't <laughs> want uh, Dr. Shaky Hands. <laughs> you don't want Dr. Mind Wonders a little bit every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor failed the medical exam four times before he got here. On thirteen ten sixty, yes. it does bring up the point though. Mm. Names that fit the job, or yep. I guess in that case, don't particularly fit the job. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you find these people every now and then—people who just seem to have a name that is hilarious considering the job that they do. Uh, I had a few at uh, at school. Firstly, yep. I had a PE teacher called Mister Ball. Yeah, fair enough. Which was um. <laughs> Do you know, I guess, adequate, apt? A great name for a PE teacher yep. or a ballroom dancer. That's true. Uh, and possibly better, the school bus driver uh, that we would always have take us on excursions was Mr. Driver. 
which was I never, I never exactly. Got Are the, you sure that was their name, and that's just not what they told the kids? <laughs> I just saw on the. It's just first, a driver. His first name was Bus. It was. A, it was a bizarre. Do you know one. what their first name was? I think it was John. John okay. Driver. So because if it was Gus, that would be great. <laughs> Gus Driver. <laughs> <laughs> 13, 10, 60, names that fit the job. Anthony's in Brisbane. What was the name, Anthony? Uh, mate, no, I just found a new doctor after moving into a new area. Yep. And his Christian name is Jesus. He's Spanish. <laughs> Jesus the doctor. I mean, I don't, that, that's quite a, that You'd be quite confident by that because yep. Jesus regularly, if you look at the biblical stories, yep. is known for healing many different ailments. Yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine being like in a bit of a haze coming out <laughs> from being... <laughs> Under anaesthetic, yeah. and the guy's like, "Hello, I'm Jesus," and you're like, "Oh no, it's gone badly." <laughs> um, Mel is in Canberra. Mel, what's the name that fits the job? Hello, oh, Mel. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a funeral home called Doug Moore's. Uh, Doug Moore's. Okay, if your first name's Doug, <laughs> don't work near graves. <laughs> I think that's. A, that's uh, that's got to go down as, as just an insensitive one because at funeral homes you're dealing with people at a pretty sensitive emotional time. Yeah, I don't know if you want to have a pun name. No. Well, would you think of going by another name, maybe? Douglas. Just go by Douglas Moore. Yeah. That mean, it's an easy solution for that guy. Yvette in Sydney. Yvette, what's the name that fits the job? Um, it was Doctor Dilly, the Willy Doctor. Wait, <laughs> 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 so, Doctor Dilly. The Willie Doctor. So I was taking my son to have his penis checked for some other known reason. Yeah. And I realised I was seeing the Willie Doctor and he was Dr. Dilly. Dr. Dilly. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, again, if your last name rhymes with Willie, yep. don't become a penis doctor. That would just... that should be on the checklist. It really should. It's like, okay, so you yeah. passed... You passed like all the <laughs> medical school. You've yes. done everything you need to do. It's just like now we just need to check your name. <laughs> Does it rhyme with any part of the body? Does it allude to you not being very good at being a doctor? Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google history. You can learn so much about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week we go through your Google history, Dom. Yep. And you have to explain the weird and wonderful things that you have Googled. Uh, Monday night was a rough one because you read out that I thought Benjamin Button, that movie about the guy who ages backwards, was real. Hmm. So I'm just hoping tonight isn't quite as humiliating as that one and then I'll be happy. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Our first one was actually on Monday. Monday at 1.21am. Are there still jobs in lighthouses? <laughs> Another career change. <laughs> well... This was after... Have you seen the film The Light Between Oceans? No. Great movie. Very enjoyable. You've been and watching a lot of movies lately. Benjamin Button. Yep. The Lighthouse movie. <laughs> the Light Between Oceans. It's not called The Lighthouse movie. I don't care. Um, yeah, I'm a bit of a movie buff. Two movies. Um, but I, I was watching it, and it's about a guy who moves out. He's like a, in World War One times, I think. He moves like off the coast of Perth to become a lighthouse keeper. And I was like, that looks like a fun job. Mm. What's fun about it? Like you get to live in a lighthouse? Yep. Not a lot of other things. <laughs> Actually, in the movie, he gets quite lonely out there. Yeah. And it's quite harrowing. And there's not a lot like plumbing. So or you basically, you but, want to work in a lighthouse. That's the Oh, I, I want to visit a lighthouse. Yeah. And That anyway, can be arranged. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I could visit one without, I suppose, getting employed by one. Yeah. Or the solution I've actually taken, which is just buy a calendar with photos of lighthouses. Did you actually do that? I have bought a, a lighthouse calendar. Mm. Pretty pretty great lighthouse photos. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, and when are you turning 70? <laughs> is that coming up soon as well? <laughs> Very good. Next thing you Googled, <laughs> Sunday, 6.04 p.m. How worried should I be about a paper cut? <laughs> I that's not a generic question. I, I It was quite a bad paper cut in this Oh, instance. shut up. It was. Did it was, you lose an arm? Well, I did, of course I didn't lose an arm. Okay, well, how bad can a paper cut be? It was pretty deep. It was what do you a, think was going to happen? They'll say, no, I get straight to hospital. Jeez, in, don't muck around with paper cuts. <laughs> well, I, was, I paper cut my finger when I was, like, uh, sealing an envelope. Yep. I reckon it went a good two centimetres deep into the finger, the paper. Well, maybe not. Okay. Maybe I'd come out the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I meant two millimetres. Yeah. And probably oh, two millimetres. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it had healed by the next morning. Mm. So, long story short, I'll tell you what was inconvenient was it was on my thumb and I couldn't get into my iPhone with my uh, thumbprint scanning. Yeah. That was an annoyance. Well, you know, you get injured. Yep. And you have these tough injuries. <laughs> and sometimes you have to make sacrifices. You're and maybe you couldn't play uh, Farmville that day. <laughs> But you're a hero. Who plays Farmville anymore? Well, I don't know, man. You want a job in a lighthouse. You're buying <laughs> lighthouse calendars. I don't know what you do. Good point. Last thing you Googled, Friday, 9.46pm. What happens if I eat ice cream every day? <laughs> <laughs> you know you know that I moved a house in the past few months, mm. right? It just so happens on my drive home every day, yeah. there's a, a, an ice cream shop, a Baskin-Robbins. And Have you been going every day? I've been going pretty regularly, Zach. I wouldn't quite say every day, but I was wondering if I stepped it up to an everyday treat. Just yeah. a one scoop cup. Do you mm. know what I mean? Would would that be the end of the what world? What were you thinking that you'd find on Google? Like an exact amount of... Well, because I've always heard that ice creams are sometimes food. Yeah. I wanted to see if it could be an always food. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. <laughs> According to Google. Yeah, it was a nice thing maybe for dessert on a weekend. Mm. But I, it, Google did recommend that, that ice cream alongside lollies and other, you know, confectionery chips and yeah. chocolate, probably not your everyday foods. Is your just like your ideal situation, just kicking back in a lighthouse, <laughs> knocking back some Baskins and Robins, <laughs> and reading a book without getting paper cuts? <laughs> Actually, well, no, that's why you couldn't be in a lighthouse, What's actually. That? Because, well, if you got a paper cut, yeah. no one could come and help you, could they? <laughs> not seen in the Medi helicopter. <laughs> What's the emergency? Oh, this is two mils deep. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, we got a review on the Collective Noun podcast mm. that I feel like needs some extra attention. Okay, what do you got? Uh, this is from Sir Shaker Fries the Fourth, yep. uh, and they say, Evening, boys. Mm. I'm listening to you from, uh, I'm listening to you expound the majesty of LA ice for the past several weeks. Yes. Of course, Dom, you and I are the unauthorized well, ambassadors. Um, uh, we need to keep, we need to nail this down. Are we the unauthorized ambassadors or the unofficial ambassadors? Unauthorized, I think. Unauthorized. Okay. Because they don't know about it. LA ice cola. Mm. And they, we don't think they'd be stoked if they found out. Of course, we're talking about the convenience store. Yeah. Room temperature cola, yeah. LA ice from the early 2000s. You would know we it. We love it. You'd know it from the bargain bin. Uh, Sir Shaker Fries, in their review, says, As I've never been to Australia, I've never been blessed with the opportunity to try it. I've looked everywhere, mm. including specialty soda shops, yep. uh, but it's not to be found. It's a disappointment, yes, but I want you to know that when I finally make it down to Australia, mm. 
It's all thanks to you and the temptation of the world's greatest cola. We don't get handed opportunities to change people's lives often on this show, Doc. You know, sometimes uh, on radio shows you might, yeah, I don't know, give a couple who are financially struggling a house and it yep. changes their life. On this show, we Has have Has that been, ever happened? Uh, I don't know. If not, some shows should get on a that. A house seems like a lot. A house, maybe a bad house. Um, <laughs> but but Is yeah. that in the promos? <laughs> We're giving away a house. It's actually not very good. <laughs> Didn't pass the building inspection. Um, but uh, but the thing is, is like we could change a life for a good dollar forty five plus postage. What happens if we send Sir yes. Shaker Fries the fourth an LA ice as a gift yep. from Australia on behalf of everyone here mm. to America yep. and to Sir Shaker Fries? And like when you bring an introduced species yes. into a country, mm. it might spread. Well, you and I, for some time, have been worried about LA Ice Cola, how it's been relegated to the third position, seemingly behind the heavyweights of Coke and Pepsi. Mm. I wonder if maybe all they've been missing is an international presence. Because this is the thing about Coke and Pepsi. They didn't think we're just going to stay in one country. They no. expanded. Maybe this is how we can help LA Ice Cola expand and get an international footprint. And also, it would really help the two countries. That's true. Bond. Yeah, that's I true. think that would be really seen, because do you know... The Statue of Liberty was a gift from yes, France to America. Yes. That's nothing compared to what we're about to give them. No. An no. LA ice cola. Tourists. 300 mil bottle. <laughs> we're going the 300 mil, you reckon? Yeah, that's the best one. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. The, the well, small bottles. Tourists will Hand come. size. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, tourists will come from all over to see the LA ice cola yeah. bottle we've given. Now, there's obviously, look, there's some, this is, this is great planning. This is great dreaming. The other good thing about it is. Yeah. We, would we have to pay for postage? Because mm. would the aeroplane just fly on the fuel of the fumes? <laughs> so they wouldn't be using any petrol. Yeah, If right. you're carrying LA ice cola, I think you can just tap well, into it and use that as a fuel. There's a few options we could go with here. Yep. One is we could get in touch with the foreign minister, I think is Julie Bishop at the moment, and ask her to take it over on an ex-diplomatic trip to America as a gift. That seems like a lot of red tape. A lot of red tape, and to be honest, I wouldn't trust that Julie wouldn't drink the bottle herself. That's true. I mean, you, you put a normal human in the presence of LA Ice Cola, they're going to drink it. They're and not that's not to say that Julie can't be trusted. It's just to say any human wouldn't be able to be trusted yes. in front of a bottle of LA Ice. Well, that's a great... That brings up my next point. Mm. Can we trust customs workers and delivery people to deliver this across the globe? You can send carbonated drinks, right? It's a good question. Looking at our producer, Michael. I think he's... Uh, he's not listening. He's listening to another show. That's great. No. All right, no, well... No, actually, he's uh, working on a GoPro out there. <laughs> doing some mechanic work. Great. Well, that's... Uh, I mean, why not make the time? He's, there's not much going on here. Um, <laughs> all right. So, well, well there's, there is one big hurdle, though, which is that because this person's left a review on our iTunes podcast... Yes. We don't have a way of getting back in touch with... And Sir I Shaker don't think before. Sir Shaker Fries is their birth name. <laughs> no. So we can't look them up. So, so I guess this is a call out to Sir Shaker Fries the Fourth. If you are listening, mm. we're obviously dreaming, we're planning here, we're whiteboarding some ideas, mm. but I, we might want to send you yeah. the first ever bottle of Ally Ice Cola to reach American shores. They are in America, so yeah. I imagine they'd be hearing this on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. But when you hear this, mm. please get in contact with us on our Facebook page. Yeah, send a message to the Facebook page. That's all page. you need to do, usually with radio competitions. <laughs> yes. There's so many things you have to do. All you need to do is get in contact with us. Yeah. And you could be the proud owner of an LA Ice Cola. Should we send some to Trump over in America while we're doing this? Mm. I'm just wondering, if we're sending some to America, this could yeah. solve all the world's problems at the moment. Okay. Just an idea. 
No, that's a good idea because we'll probably get a six pack. Yeah. So we'd have a few left over. That's what I'm thinking. One to the White House. Yeah. One to Sir Shaker Fry's the fourth. Yeah. And then just divvy the rest up among yeah. yourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and our producer can have one each. I'll take the other two. Right. I, no, I was thinking in America. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Take so, one, pass the rest along. <laughs> take like a in sip, primary school. Take a sip and pass along. Well, look, these are all great ideas. We'll put them on the, the, the whiteboard mm. and uh, we'll keep workshopping this. But, but the so, main thing is, yes. Sir Shaker Fry's, please be in contact. Yes. And uh, we might be sending LIR's Collar International for the first time ever shortly. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns out of context news. Making out of context news tonight, Taylor Swift found a fridge during curbside pickup. It's very odd and not really something I was prepared for, but I will take it <laughs> gladly. Also, Pink had an argument with Siri. It was rough. She's smart and mean. And Donald Trump isn't happy with his Viagra tablets. They don't last long. You know, they're like, 10 minutes, let's get out of here. Go back home and go to sleep. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. About this time last night on the show, Dom, you were telling a story that had uh, questionable interest. (laughs) (laughs) It was about how you went to the bank to use the coin machine. Yeah, I had I got my coins. And you saw counted. an old woman with a lot of coins. Yeah. You know what? Can I a few disclaimers. It yep. was the last segment of the night, yep. right? Um it well, I mean this wasn't Spoiler. Yeah. Not always the best stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. And also, I thought the fact that this woman, this elderly woman, had deposited twelve and a half thousand dollars worth of coins mm. was pretty interesting. So Who has that much? That's a lot of. That's like at least six thousand coins. What we learnt about Dom is that he goes to the bank. Mm. He uses the coin counting machine. Yep. Uh, Dom was talking about it quite a lot. Yeah. And it led to this. And guys, if you want to continue this, Dom has a coin chat podcast. <laughs> He actually gets elderly people on, and he guesses how many coins they have. Well, that is an outstanding game that we're definitely doing tomorrow night. How many coins in oh, your car? People can drop them on the table, mm. and we got to guess the value. That's not a bad. Can Dom be the human coin machine? Okay, well, if you hear that on the show tomorrow night, you know we're really running dry on ideas. Guess what we're doing? <laughs> The way this works. <laughs> yep. The way this works, Tom. I've been thinking about this today, actually, to be uh, honest with you. Yeah. Great, great. And you know what I was thinking? Are there any pensioners involved in this? or is this No, just... we're just going to test your ability okay, cool. to count coins from the sound. Yep. This is what I was thinking. Sure. When you go to the supermarket these days mm. and there's all the self-serve checkouts, yep. all those machines are taking jobs off humans. That's true. And you hear that all the time. <laughs> Robots taking jobs off humans. Yes. We've got to take one back. <laughs> right, okay. We so, want a human to take a job <laughs> off a robot. So yeah. if you can accurately guess how many coins hit the table, mm. we won't have to use coin counting machines anymore. Yeah. And we get one back for the humans. So they'll just put me in the bank, people will drop their coins, and I'll yep. tell them how and much you'll tell them. There. Because I... the problem is people don't yeah. want to do it because it takes a long time to count coins. But if you can do it by sound, yes. you'll be even faster than the coin <laughs> counter. So the question I have for you, yeah. then, so the, the, are you going to drop a bunch of coins and I have to tell you the value yes, of what you just value. dropped? The value. Okay, and is there like some margin of error or does this have to be exact? If you can get within 30 cents. Well, do, here's the question. You go to the bank, you're putting all your coins in yeah. and the person gets it, gets it 30 cents Yeah, if wrong. they get it 30 cents off, I don't think you'd be too upset. Okay, so 30 cents is the, the area. Okay, so all here right. we go. So I have some coins here. I will give you some context. I have 20 cents yep. and 10 cents 
Sure. And I have about a palmful. So only 20 and 10 cents. That's right. Okay. No other denominations? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. You ready for this? Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, you might be hearing the birth of the human coin counter. Take this, robots. We are winning one back for the humans <laughs> as Dom takes away the job from a mechanical coin counter <laughs> back into the human sphere. Right, are drop. you ready for the coin drop? Um, this should be a game show, this catchphrase I'm about to say. Drop those coins! Did you hear that? I did hear that. I heard that quite loudly. What do you reckon we got? You got to get it within 30 seconds. Uh, 30 cents. I quite clearly heard a dollar 70. It was a dollar 60. Oh my god! You did it! No! Oh my You're god! The human coin counter! <laughs> the human oh coin counter! Well, I am heading to the bank he first thing tomorrow morning. He suck on that robot! <laughs> Do you know what? If you own a bank and you're, you know, you've got the coin counting machine, go in there now with a crowbar, rip it out! Rip it out! You're wasting your money! Dom can do it for a fraction of the cost! This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. In the radio industry, thousands of people request an on-air shout-out every week. These shout-outs are carefully considered before just one is granted. This is Collective Nouns Shout Out Courtroom. That's right, I'm 131060. Do you want a shout out on the radio? Mm. Give us a call as we enter the shout out courtroom. And uh, Zach, obviously, the first step is for you and I to open the door, uh, the, the famous doors that guard the shout out courtroom. Let's welcome Lyndall from Sydney into the courtroom. Who do you want to give a shout out to, Lyndall? I want to give a shout out to everybody who voted yes. I hope everybody's feeling the love tonight. It uh, sounds, Lyndall, like you might have been out celebrating the uh, the yes result today. Is that correct? Yep. <laughs> where where have you? What have you been doing? Where have you been? I was in Pitt Street. Yep. Marching was a good time. Marching for the good times. All right, so Lyndall wants a shout out for the yes result and for marching for the good times. We do need to stress, Lyndall. Mm. We can't guarantee a shout-out on the radio. This is just the application process. That's right. But your application will go in. Uh, We have Jamie from Shepparton. Welcome to the shout-out courtroom, Jamie. Who would you like to give a shout-out to? No, I might. Just a shout-out to all the truck drivers out there and uh, Frank and Suso's. All the truck drivers pulling the the night shift, uh, hauling stuff around the country. Are you a truck driver yourself, Jamie? Yeah, I am, mate. What are you trucking tonight? Uh, just and everything that goes to chemists. Yep. Everything that goes to chemists. Okay. So, Zach, we, uh, we've, got a, we've, we've got two tonight to enter the deliberation with. Are you ready to retire to our quarters? Can I just say also, Doc, yes. you did an excellent job there of mm. making it out as if you knew some trucking terms. <laughs> yep. What are you trucking tonight, Jamie? <laughs> Do you I, think anyone bought it? <laughs> I have been at truck stops before for the food. <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard them speak that way. All right. Well, All right. Well, let's, uh, let's retire. Okay. What have you? Uh, what uh, have we, we have Linda wanting to give a shout out to the yes voters, and we have Jamie wanting mm. to give a shout out to the truck drivers. Well, both worthy causes. <laughs> both worthy causes. Now, the question is: Do you go for a, a completely historic day in Australian history? 
do you go for the truck drivers around the country? It's Do you know what, Zach? I'm torn on well, this one. Well, I feel one. like we could go truck drivers any day, couldn't we? Well, that's a great point. I mean, uh, not not uh, probably to the truck drivers' credit, they could be eligible for a shout-out every single night of the year, yep. couldn't they? That's because true. they're always trucking. That's, that's <laughs> the one thing I know about truckers. Do you know anything else? Uh, not a lot, to be honest. They have the horn they, they pull yep. down to honk. I would they? have rather if you could somewhere mm. say the word hauling. <laughs> if you could work that in, that'd be good. <laughs> that's a great point. All right, well, I think we have a decision. Let's uh, just uh, bang the gavel. And, uh, Zach, it is over to you to take this away. This is an officially sanctioned and verified shout-out on behalf of Collective Noun, extended on this occasion to... The Yes Voters from Lindell. The reason for this shout-out, as commissioned in a scheduled sitting of the shout-out courtroom, is... Well, this one's actually pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. Voting yes! (laughs) This concludes all official shout-out courtroom business. Now, Lindell, do you think that shout-out right there is the best thing that's happened today? Yeah, definitely stopped off this great day. (laughs) Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, uh, unfortunately, Zach, the uh, spirit of Christmas is at stake in the next 24 hours. This is for anyone who thinks that Christmas should be in December. We all love Christmas, but it needs to stay where it belongs. It's getting earlier and earlier each year. Christmas decorations getting put up earlier. Carols getting played earlier. Mm. Dom talking about it on the radio (laughs) earlier and earlier. Those are all the the signs you look for. He was talking about it so much. His punishment is a Christmas purge. We're trying to get Christmas out of Dom's system Mm. by really overloading the system with Christmas. So what you've decided to do... No, not me. The Christmas Council, but anyway, go on. What has been decided my punishment will be is that a very, well, the word I, I have heard used is tacky Christmas suit, yep. um, which you still tell me you spend $100 of the company's money on, a collective noun's money on. I'm not sure about that one. But... Uh, 100 plus. <laughs> what, do you think you can find a Christmas suit well, for I'm under just, $100? dollars just saying. I mean, that, I this is important. You, you have to learn a lesson. You could have consulted me on that purchase. That's the, the first bit. The second bit. Is you want me to put on this tacky suit, yeah. um, which has been described that it looks like wrapping paper. You want me to stand on a desk in the middle of the office with the employees we don't know because we're not here during the daytime here yeah. at the radio station. And just out of nowhere seeing Felice Navidad in that suit hmm. um, to try to get the Christmas out of my system. Everyone would know Felice Navidad yeah. as the Spanish version <laughs> of I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Now, I've got some concerns. I have some major concerns here that I've written down. It's going down in 12 hours, so... Well, not if you don't tick these concerns off. It's not. What? Can I send an all-staff email around in the morning warning people? What what would you say? I would just say, get ready for a Christmas surprise in the office at 1 p.m. Why would that help you? Why would that help me, Zach? Is because I'm really concerned that people might be in the middle of important business meetings. Mm. (laughs) Because the people out there do real work, unlike on this show. They might be have an important business meeting, an important phone call. I don't know. Mm. And they might not take kindly to someone standing up and singing Felice Navidad. It might ruin their day. Mm. Right? I would like to give them the warning, the ability to opt out initially if they wanted to. I think if anyone's doing serious business, it Mm. won't be in the open plan office. (laughs) Application denied. (sighs) So it's going to be completely surprised. I think that's important. Why? Um, <laughs> to get shocked faces, <laughs> which would indicate to you, yeah. hmm, this is probably too early in the year to be doing this. Now It's I, a one-man flash mob. All right. You know what? <laughs> I'll, I'll let you cross that one off. Hmm. Three more. 
I've looked online three overnight. Three more. Three more concerns, yeah. Okay. I've looked online overnight. There are numerous different renditions of Felice Navidad, yep. ranging from a minute 30 on YouTube mm-hmm. through to 18 and a half minutes. Okay. You shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, yeah. what runtime yep. do, do you want me to go? I will actually. Yes. This is where I'm going to lean into your demands a little bit. Okay, great. Uh, you get to choose. I get to However, choose. However, yep. 90 second, 60 second minimum. All right. I'll, I'll be seeing you 60 seconds. Uh, between 60 and 90 minimum. Okay. Uh, maximum up to you. <laughs> you could go back to back 18 minutes if you wanted to. Can I do a whole carol set? Bring out other ones afterwards? Yeah. Yep. Um, I reckon I won't do that. All right. So 60 to 90 seconds, you, uh, Felice Navidad, you want. Yep. That's fine. Okay. Um, what if I am physically stopped by one of the employees in the office? I'm talking, they yeah. tear my microphone off me. They turn the song off that I guess well, I'm playing the boombox. Well, you have to, to the best of your abilities, continue. <laughs> yep. And if that happens, I'm kind of hoping that will happen. You might not make the 90 seconds. Yes. I don't know. I'm, it might be like on, uh, Australia's Got Talent yep. when all the judges buzz through their, their cross. Yep. I might get buzzed off. Yeah. Gonged off even as red faces used to do. Um, that would be fine with me. <laughs> okay. But I don't want you to, I don't want you to set up an employee to come and take you down after 10 <laughs> seconds. It has to be legitimate. All right. Okay. And last one. I want your official word on the record here. Yep. If I do this tomorrow, my Christmas debt is clear. Yeah. Christmas can come back to this radio show and yes. I owe you nothing more. The bank account's clear. Yeah, cleared. that's 100%. It is clear. However, the idea is that you will be so purged mm. of Christmas Yep. That you won't want to talk about it anymore until maybe, I, I would predict it would come back mid-December. And if I do still want to talk about Christmas? Yeah, but you won't. But if I do? If you do, yes, you can talk about Christmas, but you Great. won't. <laughs> All right. The idea is the same as finding a teenager smoking a cigarette. Yeah. They get made to smoke the whole pack hmm. so that they don't smoke ever again. Or you give them a dangerous addiction. Which <laughs> <laughs> is the alternative. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Well, let's hope that that doesn't happen. <laughs> that is all we got time for on the show tonight. If you want to hear the full thing, Max, search for Collective Noun on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. And I will see you tomorrow night from 11 with the results of my Christmas caroling in the office. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.